Hey ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to That Metal Podcast. This is Wolfman Dave, just giving you a heads up on the quality of the audio, which is kind of sketchy at times, so please bear with us and enjoy episode 56 of That Metal Podcast, warts and all. Oh, and please excuse my boogers. Enjoy. Welcome back to That Metal Podcast, episode 56. I'm Wolfman Dave. Now I'm Gonzo. All right. So, we have... uh, So, today... Well, today's episode, really quick. So, we're going to talk about a few... uh, Some... One of these questions that has been burning in my mind. (laughs) A couple of them. And one of them is... uh, You know... I don't know. It's... It's hard to say, but it's kind of like has to do with pop music and has to do with heavy metal in general, I guess. Yeah. And then, but the main topic, what we're going to talk about, will be about prog albums that we think are essential listening. Um, we're not the experts on any of this. This is just our opinion, uh, of course. Uh, and again, I want to reiterate, this is for newcomers and for seasoned listeners um you might catch an album here too that you might have missed so that might work for you you know yeah absolutely we gotta open the floodgates so to speak right so what you've been listening to lately dude um so kind of on the topic of our of our of our main uh heading uh, yeah. one thing i did go back into just curious because um, between the Barry and me, right? There are bands right. that's come up here and there on our show, and <clears throat> I decided to explore other elements of their discography because okay. I would mostly listen to the first, like the earlier um, stages of their career, and uh, mm. by that I mean um, albums like Alaska, um, the self-titled album, uh, which right. is the Between the Barry and me. Mm-hmm. And the Silent Circus, and of course, uh, Colors. Those are the albums right. I primarily listen to. The follow-up to Colors, which I believe is called The Great Misdirect, I listened to it, but I never really got all into it. <laughs> and I pretty much skipped um, all the other albums. They had the Parallax, the Parallax mm, 2, and then the most yeah. recent one, Coma Ecliptic. And I, ha- I-, I still haven't really listened to the Parallax albums, but right. I did jump into Coma uh, Ecliptic. And that is a really good listen. If you haven't really given it a chance, no, I, no. yeah, dude, exactly. You don't think <laughs> about it, and like <laughs> I ended up listening to it, and it's really good. Um, is it as good as Colors? No, but it's it's really good. It's a really varied album. There's a lot of elements. They almost entirely ditched the whole core element to their sound at this point. Yeah, and it's just pretty much straight up death metal progressive death metal and it's got a lot of change-ups like a lot of really nice you know piano moments and things like that but right. it always comes back to the to the death metal at some point right um what what's the name of the album 
Coma Ecliptic. Okay, I have it. Like I have eclipse. it on my list. I yeah, it it's got a list. dude like uh, levitating in the desert. Yeah, the desert. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll get on that one then. Cause yeah, check it out, dude. I have it on there, but for no reason, I heard it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Like I've had it, and I just I don't know. I was like, you know what? What's the last thing those? What is the last thing those guys did? Yeah. <laughs> I checked it out. I was like, yeah. you know what? Yeah, that's cool. Hey, that's uh, not too bad. Right? Yeah, it's always pleasant when it's. I mean, I I, I didn't think I was gonna hate it. I just didn't think I was gonna be all that into it. Right. But um, it's enough where I, I do want to. I have kind of like that itch to listen to it again. Like I do like it. Um, right. The other thing I've been listening to is the uh, Curse of the Crystal Coconut by Elsa. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, dude. Um, they have a <laughs> deluxe edition on uh, stream right now. That's what I was telling the, you, dude. Yeah, you get the whole album, and then this too is the album again, but it's all MIDI, like eight bit. Yeah, eight bit. But it's uh, with really lo-fi vocals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. Um, I think I was excited. I liked a lot of the songs. Yeah. I I was very bummed out though because it it kind of, um, you know, watching Pirates of the Caribbean and all that bullshit. Uh, that song Tortuga. That's exactly uh, what it's about. Yeah was bummed out because it's like it gets all weird and techno-y and it gets uh, kind of hip-hop-ish too there's like yeah. a guy kind of going on you know yeah. rapping about yo ho ho and all this that, yeah and i was like <laughs> it's it, kind of that was cringy yeah it was <laughs> but, very cringy but everything is fine can I be honest but with that you? one was like whoa Mm. I don't know, dude. I've been like it? it like a couple of times. I'm kind of down. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, track number four, dude. Yeah. Portuga. I mean, um, they're all good. It's it's are, it's because it's so much it's, fun, dude. It's a fun album. It's really fun. It goes by very fast because it's so good. Um, yeah. And then I also like uh, Wooden Lake Part Two, The Woodening. That's a fun little one. Where he's talking about cutting off his limbs because they're possessed or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so that one's pretty good too. I, uh, I may have missed the story. I mean, but that's what I, that was my take on it. But right. yeah, man, it's it's a it's a really really fun album. If you guys, you know, people who want a good drinking album, yes, this is definitely that. Um, and I mean, kind of like how Amon Amarth is Viking metal; these guys are pirate metal, right? Except I think they lean harder into the pirate part because he literally sounds like a fucking pirate when he sings. Yeah, he's, they're <laughs> yeah. they're Scottish. I'm like they're Scottish, yeah. so it helps. Yeah, they do have kind of that. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's that Scottish man called? Ah, never mind. Man. Or, I don't know No, that's Irish. Yeah, the cramp. Oh, they're Irish. Uh, oh, don't do that. They get mad. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, guys. You can't, can't come Yeah, you can't mix them up. No, the <laughs> so, uh, uh, Aussies and and Kiwis get upset. Really? Oh, they. Oh, they really They'll, get upset. Yeah, dude. You kick your ass. <laughs> um, I also was checking out uh, another one. I was checking out was um, Michael Rom- uh, Rom- uh, Romeo. Oh, yeah, War yeah. the Worlds Part One. Yeah, it's yeah. some power metal or like thrashy power metal. I guess mm-hmm. it's got elements of both, but it's a uh, it's another really good one. Uh, last track, Constellations, is super epic. Uh, there is a few weird moments where it gets kind of techno-y I want to say <sighs> it's track three or four. Where mm. it gets and I, and I think I told you just power through that shit because yeah. it gets better. Because yeah. <laughs> it gets like not technically, but uh, full on dubstep. Yeah, full on dubstep almost. It's like weird. Yeah. Um. And then another one I was checking out was uh, Corpo Mente, which is self-title album. It's the theme. It's the chick from Igor. Um, oh, okay. Who does all the the one that does all the female operatic shit in Igor? Mm-hmm. Well, it's basically a whole album of that. It's not metal at all. It's very oh, avant-garde. Okay. In fact, it very 
the music itself reminds me a lot of like stuff you'd hear like on a Fantomas record. Okay. Patton. Yeah. But like, <clears throat> it's interesting. So I've been, yeah, I've been pretty busy this week. <laughs> Very nice. What about you? What you been jamming to? So, real quick, it's uh, I wanna just add on. So Michael Romeo is the guitarist for oh. Symphony X. Yeah. So in case anybody was wondering, uh, who's Michael Romeo? You know that guy. Why is he watching? Why? What's so important about? Him? Okay. <laughs> so, I actually started listening to older, uh, well, not older, but past Black Star Writer uh, albums, mm-hmm. which is uh, basically Thin Lizzy, and it, it just shocks me still to this day. Like I know I've I've heard Black Star Writers, and I might have shown you. But I still think it's funny how the dude sounds eerily like fucking Phil, you know, from uh, from Thin Lizzy. So it's kind of kind of eerie. Uh, so I've been listening to them. Also, the new Ailstorm, of course. And I think it's fun. Um, and then I started listening to later, 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 like Dio albums. So I was listening to Magicka. I was listening to Killing the Dragon, listening to uh, um, Lock Up the Wolves, which is fucking heavy as fuck. Angry Machines. I'm just listening to a lot of those. Um, and it's weird because, like, all of them are, they just are super slow, chuggy, heavy albums. Really? But then, yeah, they're, like, pretty heavy. Um, I mean, not fast, but they're heavy, you know? <clears throat> and then... And then... A shitload of fucking surf rock. Surfer rock, you know. Cowabunga, bro. Which we'll get to in a moment. Cowabunga! Surf's up. Yeah. Hang 10. What other Hang 10, bro. Wipe out! Shred it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's not surfer. That's like fucking meth mixed with cocaine or something. Yeah. Hey, Shred man. it! But there, hey, man, he was having fun, dude. Oh, dude, yeah. I wish I was as happy as he was about anything. I, like, as, as happy as he is, I wish I could be that happy about anything. Like, I don't even think I was that happy getting married. I was like, damn, yeah. dude. That guy is the embodiment of pure joy. <laughs> like, yeah. He's so happy. Yeah. Like, he sees it's, two and he just loses yeah. his fucking mind. He just it, completely big, mental yeah, sure. shuts down. That's <laughs> a great video. That video always uplifts my spirits. Yeah. <laughs> Added it to my uh favorite videos on youtube <laughs> yeah nice so let's go ahead and move on to or why i have been listening to surf rock and i kind of give you guys a playlist <laughs> you and pasquale i give you yeah. guys a playlist to check um See and it's because I, I was on uh, yeah because <laughs> the, the other um i don't know it was like one of the last weeks or i was i was in my parents house we we're having a cookout and i was like I had the the music to myself, right? So, you know, every time I put stuff on, they expect, oh, he's going to put on fucking heavy metal and shit like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I, I mean, I just started putting on, can you, you know. Can you, can you blame them? I mean, I, I usually just put 80s stuff, dude. Like Metallica. Them, yeah, they don't, they don't, you know? they don't, what do you call it? Like, everything's the same shit for them. It's funny. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Really, it's know? funny. But, you know, I was putting on surf rock. And by, I mean, uh, The Ventures, uh, Dick Dale. And it's funny because, like, I, I just sat there listening. And I was like, fuck, man. This is, like, super, super, like, proto-metal. Like, up the <laughs> ass, dude. 
like super and i was like why isn't anybody talking about this shit and then i <laughs> you know so I'm checking, i actually I'm checking social media god damn it no one's talking about this there's no hashtags so i was like okay i'm gonna you know and sure enough there's articles uh about how hey take away the distortion on slayer some black metal albums and you have surf rock and right. it's true. I heard videos, and it's like, digga, 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 digga. like it sounds just <laughs> like fucking surf rock. And I was like, that's badass, dude. That's... So I, <laughs> so I was just thinking about it. Like, I think people have been playing metal for a long time and not even fucking know it, dude. You know, and it's interesting yeah. to me. Like, <laughs> just uh, I the showed you a tiny bit. That's the... a distortion. Add vocals for one, and change up just like it's because I love that that uh. I don't know. It's called the wet tone. It sounds like yeah. water, and yeah, you yeah, hear, yeah. you hear it on a bunch of those songs. Um, what'd you think? Yeah, dude. So like, <laughs> at first I was like, "Man, I guess yeah, let's let's do it." You know how I am. And yeah. um, so the first thing immediately that I that I noticed because so I started listening to it with that mentality of okay, let's see how this is metal, right? Okay. Cause I'm already listening to it ready. Kind of like, okay, like what, what am I looking for? You know, like how, how, how is it metal? First thing right off yeah. the bat, the drums, a lot of these yeah. songs, the drums are almost like punk thrash level yeah. tempos, you know, like, yeah, like really fast, fast snare, a lot of hi-hat, like very fast paced. And then secondly, yeah, the picking, the picking, the guitar picking, dude. The guitar picking is very, I mean, one of the things that people think about when they think of surf rock, it's like the what's that song from Pulp Fiction? Mr. Lou. Yeah. That Mr. Lou by which I put it on there. Right. You did. And that song, when I think of surf rock, I think of that kind of shit. Like that sound. Yeah. And yeah. the double picking the yeah. that part. But it's got like, but it's got fucking awesome melodies, dude. It does, like, dude. And it that's was like awesome. honestly, you add <laughs> You add a little symphonic tinge to it, some distortion, <laughs> and you got a you got a symphonic black metal riff right there, dude. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the way, yeah. the way no it escalates and, and it builds yeah. up, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but even then, like some of the the fact that a lot of these songs, like you say, Slayer, right? Slayer's a band. Yeah. They're thrashed. A lot of their songs are on the shorter side for the most part. Right. And a lot of these songs are also very short. They're very yeah. you know two to three minutes on average. And I think because again, because the simplicity of the way the songs are constructed and the tempos, yeah, anything longer would feel egregious. Like, like oh, how long I is believe, this fucking I, song? I think so too. Yeah. And I feel that's kind of the mentality with fucking thrash metal, right? For the most part, a lot of it's like fucking get in and get out. You know, it's yeah, fucking it's that same attack your senses. That, that punk attitude, yeah. right? Right. It's attack the senses and it's going for it, and then give them a split second to breathe and let's get back into the you know on the next song. And right. that's how this kind of is too. Um, where were you a little bit very... surprised yeah because again you hear it and you don't think about that mm -hmm. right you mm -hmm. take it at face value for what it is and you're like all right this is you know surf rock but when you listen to it with that with that in mind hey dude this shit is metal as hell think about it play and then yeah. you play it fuck you're right <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah and it's interesting because you know as much as i'm always like kind of like uh you know i don't really fuck with classic rock or, or metal and I don't really fuck with um, like classic black metal that much, or I don't really fuck with mm -hmm. really anything other than what I like, right? But 
what I find interesting because of the fact that there are a few um, bands that I enjoy that have taken surfer influences and bands such as Dog Fashion Disco with their Adultery mm-hmm. album. There's a lot of tracks on there that have that wet guitar sound you're talking about. Yeah. And they use it really well there. Um, yeah. And then that album I showed you from Mr. Bungle, California. That's right. I was going to say Mike Patton, but he, that's, that's him, right? It's yeah. Mr. Ed's Bungle, yeah, it's Mike Patton. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that, uh, that whole album has, not, not the whole thing, but a lot of that album has this whole surfer influence to it with mm. uh, none of them knew there were robots, air-conditioned nightmare, certain oh, songs right. like yeah. that that have like that you know yeah and but it's got the you know like the little the guitar sound you know that's so uh definitive of surfer rock but yeah man um it just kind of like made me think of those albums i'm like man fuck you know what i i actually do genuinely like a lot of these elements maybe not the genre by itself but i like when shit i like takes Mixes from it that in. right yeah. it takes it in and makes it into something else right but yeah uh definitely it was a fun little experiment it was cool yeah so i think typically what'll give us that sound is combining that that wet uh that wet tone that they get combining with that uh i believe that's a byzantine the byzantine scale um mm-hmm. which gives us sometimes that Middle Eastern sound sometimes, but it gives us that, it, in totality, that surfer sound. Um, wow, I never even what, thought about the Middle Eastern elements of it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so what ended up happening is, uh, I think, uh, typically for me, uh, and I, I mentioned, messaged you guys about this, and I think the guy who perfected this and who just fucking destroys everybody was Dick Dale. Uh, I think, you know, he's a Native American dude, passed away recently, and he was a fucking guitar guy when it comes to that. And, um, I mean, he's just uh, he's just really fucking amazing. I think when I heard that one, the first song called Nitrous, there's two songs, by the way. So there's one called Nitro, and there's one called Nitrous. They're two different songs, two different albums. But Nitrous, to me, had everything, because it... it it starts off really fucking fast, and then it seems like it gets into like a, a fucking breakdown, and then it just stops, and it gets like all fucking heavy and do 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 like it gets really fucking heavy, you know, and not heavy like fast again, heavy as in guitar heavy, and um, so to me like I think Dick Dale is the greatest place to start if you're gonna start anywhere, uh, and of course he has that famous Mister Lou song from uh, Pulp Fiction when they're at the the diner, okay. yeah, you know yeah, yeah. he's like this is a fucking robbery. And then everybody yeah, stay cool or whatever. And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. it starts the opening. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's that. I think love the whole idea of the, uh, the album covers. They're so fucking weird and wacky. Some of them are like sci-fi from like the fifties and shit. And mm-hmm. like, you have the cool names, like the ape, the ape men, you have the mm-hmm. Atlantics, you have the ventures, the male tones. I love names like that. Like I think it was like Dick Tail and the, the Dell tones. I think I think it was. I think I might have not sure. The volcanics, you know, longboard. Stupid. And then you have a group like the Aqualads. The super tones. I fucking love that shit, dude. Oh yeah. Um. I think if anything, uh, I would I would say guys, if you're mildly interested, in uh, maybe. 
uh, potential origins of metal. I think it'd be a great, uh, had, a good start. Uh, I had, I, I'll give you credit, man. I had more fun with it than I thought I would. <laughs> I, I, I'm being real. Like, honestly, yeah. like, sometimes you like, hey, check this shit out. I'm like, nah, dude. But no, that was, yeah. Yeah. Like, actually, I didn't mind any of it. In fact, I saved the damn playlist, so yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind any of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, it's a good, uh, it's also a good uh, barbecue playlist, too. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Not offensive. So. Everyone can get down on it. Absolutely. Yeah. So nice, man. Moving on to our next question. This is, so yeah, so the other, I think the other topic that I kind of wanted to talk about was, I think most metalheads agree or maybe have this sort of question that why hasn't metal received the credit that it rightfully deserves, and by that here in the U.S. And I kind of mean it in, um, I guess, pop culture sort of way, because everything is just rap and pop country, and that's it. It's very, uh, very. It's still a very taboo thing to like metal in this country for some reason. Yeah. For some. You go, <laughs> you go to Europe. It's up there, in the forefront with everybody. Yeah. Uh, Scandinavia, they have everything up there. And, you know, the Swedes, the Norwegians, and the Finnish, they all love heavy metal, and it's up there. Yeah, it's embraced. Uh, it's it's embraced. Of the, of the pop in, in South America, it's embraced even more. Mexico, yeah. uh, Japan, all parts of the world, it's very much embraced. I mean, we can go with, you know, emperor shirts. We can go with whatever shirts we want, and we'll still be like, hey, you know, embraced. But are we here, like... like Ooh. You look like a weirdo, apparently. Like, who's and, this dude? Yeah. yeah, and it's weird because... And I, I don't know, like, probably part of it might have to do with... And I don't know if I'm, I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but... Mm-hmm. I feel like as compared to these other countries, I feel like the U.S. is a lot more vast and a lot more varied. Yeah. And I think as a result, um, we have people that are kind of like different backgrounds. And I mean, America, even now... in the several hundred years that we've been a country, yeah, we still don't have an identity. Does that make sense? And I think as because of that, um, anything that doesn't kind of go with 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 what's already been established mm-hmm. as U.S. pop culture, it is frowned upon. Yeah, you know, uh, it's just just a thought because a lot of these other countries, I feel like they're more they're more cultured, and don't, I don't mean that like we're uncultured swine. I just mean that they have more of a definitive culture. You know, Scandinavia and all them, they have their own yeah. culture. Japan has its own culture. Mexico has its own culture. South America, all the countries down there have their own cultures. And I feel like right. the U.S. is just as mismatch or whatever the fuck that we can leech on. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, this is yeah. my thought. And I think just as in the fact that we're so, we're a really big country compared to mm. a lot of these other places. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're 50 different states and... Almost, these states almost operate individually as countries. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, there, there's the, I think the key word was background, different backgrounds, mm-hmm. people in different parts. Because you can be in Texas, so fucking huge. Mm-hmm. There's so many rural areas and there's so many urban areas, but yep. areas so different, you know? Yeah, uh, I mean, we, we're... Go from El Paso to Dallas. You know, Dallas is a whole other mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> you know, 
Yeah. Even Houston from Dallas is totally yeah. different. Um, I mean, you know, when you look at, let's say, Montana, North South Dakota, mm-hmm. it's a whole other it's a whole other world as well compared to, let's to say, California. Area. Yeah, or here, you know. Yeah. It's, and so you start getting this different kind it's of... It's super that, varied over there. I mean, like... Yeah. And again, I mean, I'm not an expert in any of these other countries, far from it, but like, um, I mean, every time I see, you know, photos of like Norway, it's always kind of like, oh yeah, it looks like Norway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, look at the U.S. and I see pictures of the, like, uh, like those earth porn, you know, like those really yeah lovely photos of natural wonders and shit. And I see them, whenever I see that, it's in Utah or some shit. I'm like, Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Every time it's something in the, in the U.S., I'm shocked. I'm like, wow. We, I mean, our country is very beautiful, and it's like, but you don't think about it, <laughs> so, right? And I wonder, that's pretty cool. Live, yeah, and I wonder, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I wonder, like, people that live in the rainforest or the people that live in, um, you know, in the no shit. <laughs> uh, fucking Tokyo or right. that live in, um, fucking Gothenburg or you know whatever, like. Yeah. Do they ever wonder like, are they are they complacent with what's around them, or do they ever wake right. up and go, "Man, this is pretty sweet." <laughs> like, right. I don't know, dude. Because every time I see photos of Norway, I'm like, "Man, I hate to fucking go there." Like, that's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's true. I think it's like, nah. I'm pretty sure they enjoy it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. They seem they seem pretty happy. Yeah, of course. I. Um, my question though is like you know why is it still so frowned upon like is there my my um what is it my uh the word that i use um i said xenophobia you know do you think there's a music musical kind of xenophobia like which is why we're getting all these problems right but religion is uh religion's i think religion is a huge uh, huge part of it man yeah um this country while it was the concept of america was to pursue um you know social and religious freedom um it's kind of ironic that once we were established as the colonies you know on the east coast it was like you're fucking christian or you're fucking we're burning you (laughs) or something you know and we're forcing these native americans to follow along and Mm -hmm. um as we all know Christianity and Catholicism, they both have some of the most aggressive <laughs> um, yeah. influences. It's kind of like, hey, you believe in God? No, you're God. If not, we're going to fucking yeah. kill you. Yep. <laughs> so, hey, I found Jesus. Yep. But, you know, like, I wonder if that's part of it, too, is just the fact that this country, you know, as young as this country is, I think yeah. a lot of it was like, oh, the, the devil's bad. And then metal which was born of rebellion right you know naturally i think because it was created as a thing to rebel with that's part of what makes it i guess people who want to be conformed or conform to the norms the normies mm-hmm. um they're afraid to alienate themselves right or because or, a lot of times people that have i guess a pretty I guess a real content life, they probably don't want to rock the boat too much and have too yeah. many things that stand out about them yeah. because it's safe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean again, and... I don't know. I'm sorry if I'm sorry, guys, if I'm sounding like, 
like I'm trying to get all fucking philosophical because I'm not. I'm not a philosopher. I can't philosophize <laughs> to save my life. It's fucking still crates. But yeah, I mean, I mean, cause it's. I mean, you have to really sit down and think about it. Like, you know, is it because they're afraid to be different? Is it because they were told this is noise from a very young age? I mean, it's kind of like, for some reason, I wonder if some people really gave into what they enjoy and not what they're told to like. Right. If they probably would like it more. Because I was told very young to not like this stuff. Right. But I couldn't help it. <laughs> You're like, that's why it. I like it. I'm going yeah, to check it out more. Like, you know, and it wasn't because it was to be rebellious. It was just because I felt it. I felt it intriguing. And right. I felt it interesting. And I felt the culture interesting. I felt the artwork and the imagery interesting. Anything that looks like disturbing. Right. I think it taps into that primal human element where we all fear death but we can't help but look away when it happens to someone else. <laughs> yeah, the rubbernecking. Yeah. You gotta, you exactly. gotta look. Exactly. Gotta see what happened. Yeah. Now, oh, we might see a dead body. Is it today? Yeah. You know, it's, fuck that guy's life and everyone impacted by that death. It's like more like, ooh, let's see what we can see. You know, right. and it's kind of like with the chaos going on right now. You know, it's people recording everything and whatever. It's just, right. you know, this human element. Like, we don't want bad things to happen to us, but if they happen to other people, we gotta see what's going on. Right. <laughs> we gotta know. Gotta be gotta be Pepos. I'm gonna go see. Gotta, you know, like people see someone get hit by an eighteen wheeler on the highway. It's disgusting and it's terrible. Ooh. Yeah. But you better believe you're gonna look at it. Right. And like, hey, so that's what that looks like. <laughs> you know, and then have nightmares for a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every time you close your eyes and see uh, I'm gonna move away from the semi human, yeah. human entrails. Oh, I still do. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Every um, time I see those things, I'm like, oh, I'm passing your ass. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so fucking fragile. It's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I wanted to add on is yeah to the idea of of um, potential misnomers and just like myths and misconceptions and all that stuff. I think yeah, it, cool. if because of that, I think it's uh, our duty as metalheads and. Uh, especially non-violent, non-serial killer. You know, yeah, I don't want to fight nobody. I like you know, <laughs> fairly fairly intelligent. Uh, wanting to educate people and and dispel all of that other stuff that they might have heard. And, and I think it's I think it's important for us to do that. I think it's important to kind of like. And again, I bring this up a lot because I'm, I'm fucking serious. It's like if you have a friend who's naturally curious about heavy metal don't fucking start them off with burzum dude like <laughs> int- like you know like baby yeah. steps uh-huh <laughs> fucking baby steps oh you like metal me. oh you want to hear heavy metal motherfucker <laughs> and then he fucking proceeds to play fucking battery and shit like fucking, the most black as metal yeah <laughs> <laughs> necro necro fascist like yeah i know you're like fucking this shit here fucking yeah. listen to some fucking dark throne bitch yeah I don't know why we would go straight to black metal, right? Like, hey, dive into this shit, motherfucker. <laughs> you want to be metal, you know, bitch? Let's see. I know. Like, see how big the nuts so... are. <laughs> it's funny because, like, I see that all the time, and I'm like, bro, stop fucking, sure. first of all, why stop fucking them? sharing, you know, like, stop sharing your shitty band. Stop to, sharing Burzum. You know, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, don't even show him Burzum. You're going to scare that guy attention. Yeah, man, you're gonna scare him away. You know, fucking Vark's yeah. vocals are fucking nasty too, man. <laughs> Not in even a good way. No, no, no. They're they're gnarly as in, uh, 
<laughs> like, I give him yeah, props. I mean, he can play everything else. He can play drums. He can play everything. I'm not saying he's but, not talented. No one ever but, said that. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I give him that, but don't sing, dude. Like, just don't sing. <laughs> Hire a dude. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, that's but, yeah. That's a good I mean, point, though. That, that is a really good point, though. I mean, as a, as a community and as a social group or whatever you want to fuck you want to call us, um, we should be welcoming people into our midst, people who are curious. Yeah. And say, yeah, man, you know what? I got a couple of good bands that can uh, kind of whet your appetite, see what you think. And if you want to hear more, we got some more advanced shit, you know? But Or we can step it back. You know, yeah. you can step back a little bit further. If that's too much, step You can even the... ask, you know, what have you heard from metal? Like, what, right. what have you heard? And what's your, what have you liked? What are your impressions? What stuff yeah. do you want to steer clear from for now? You know, and, you know, we can ease you into it. And as you see more nuances to it, maybe then. Because, I mean, I didn't, like, screaming and all that shit right off the bat. I had to kind of get into it, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know, and I didn't like uh, Dave Mustaine's vocals right off the bat either. I it took me a while. I didn't at all, dude. Yeah, I didn't yeah, at all. Took me I thought, man, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this guy thinks he's better than Metallica. Yeah. But no, I, I know, know, right? <laughs> he's right, actually, it turns out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, um, I, I don't get that whole thing. I think, that, again, I don't know if that's an American culture thing to be, like, all chest beating about it you know and there's some that's, fucking that's not a knife this is a knife yeah like uh sure. here fucking listen to fucking stench of redemption by deicide that that was <laughs> right into metal right away <laughs> you know oh yeah uh, hi guys i'm uh 13 and uh, I've, heard enter, I've heard enter sandman and i heard <laughs> that run to the hills by iron maiden i'm kind of interested what are some good metal bands that you can introduce me to, because um, I really, I really want to get into it. Um, yeah, I listened to Tomb of the Mutilated by Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> hey, wait, damn, dude, uh, hold on. Have your best face. Yeah, dude. Shit. <laughs> Let him grow. Let him grow. Come blood, first. bitch. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like it's uh, funny, dude. man, because you know. Oh, All right, you like Metallica? Hey, have you checked out their older stuff? You know? Right there, you go. You That's know, a great out, yeah. start. Yeah, you know, check out, check out, uh, ride the lightning, or check out. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to go too far back, you know, check out, you know, uh, Injustice for All, or whatever. Yeah, yeah dude, it's, like <laughs> it's true, and it's funny because like they literally probably influenced everybody. Metallica, you know, like yeah, of course they. You know, everybody... Say they, what you will about talk, where they are yeah. now. I mean, you can't take away the legacy they've laid, you know, in their wake, you know? Right. Agreed. So, I think this is a great uh, topic for probably drinking and uh, having beers. You know, this is a good discussion to have. I think we can so, definitely something we can come back with more people, I think. Right. Yeah, soon. Hopefully, you know. Yeah. And I think um, we'll revisit it. But I think it's it's something that I think everybody should probably do their part to educate others and say, you know what, this isn't fucking evil. It's it's it, not. I mean, um, people always talk about you know the sense of community at, at live shows. You know, mm-hmm. if someone gets knocked over or gets a little too rough, we help each other out. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, if someone falls, people form a wall to protect them so they can get back up. Someone helps them up. Right. Uh, bands have stopped plane oh yeah because they saw yeah. somebody get trampled They're like oh whoa 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 or or uh you know? even a girl getting fucked, whatever they'll yeah, fucking they'll, stop the show. they'll stop the show right now and fucking tell them to get that fucker out of there mm-hmm. you know that messing mm-hmm. yeah they're like any group of people there's gonna be some assholes you know but 
uh, the vast majority of people just want to have a good time. They want yeah. to sh- share in something that we all that we all like. And yeah, man. I mean, again, metal like anything has its downside as far as the people, but it's mm-hmm. also a lot of ups, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So <clears throat> I don't know if I told you that I was kind of bummed out because they officially. <laughs> I have like no plans anymore for the summer. That's yeah, how, I know, everything's like fucking. Uh, it, well, Kansas, Kansas foreigner, canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Megadeth, Megadeth, Lamb of God, Trivium, fucking postponed. And it sucks because I'm like, I was like, man, I just want my refund, dude. Just get my fucking money back. I don't give a fuck anymore. And they're like, nope, you got to wait sixty days. If yeah, well, they... mine, the the tickets I got for our Devin Townsend show. <laughs> They're postponed because they're postponed. They're waiting to see what the fuck. So, if yeah. the update to, if the update to canceled, then I'll get Very my fun. money back. Okay. So, kind of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Ticketmaster said if in sixty days, Megadeth has not rescheduled, then I could uh, go through the refund process. So I gotta wait another, probably till July, and see if they've rescheduled by then. Well, at the rate that this uh, pandemic's going, I'm sure it's going to still be around in July. <laughs> um, you never know. I mean, I hope. I really hope. Obviously not, you know. But I mean, gotta be careful. Oh, of course. And 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 I I think oh. the idea of of having shows. That's why we're not I, having beers right now. Doing this discussion, we're having it over right. the fucking internet while I'm drinking a fucking Coke Zero. Me too. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's. <laughs> I think it's funny because, like, I mean, I think we're going to be fine if we yeah. just keep washing our fucking hands and wash your hands, you nasties. Cover your mouth and, when you cough and sneeze. Yeah. Sneeze just into your elbow. Douche. You know. If, if we're, let's say if we hang out. Yeah. I'm going to, I would rather invite you to my parents' backyard because we could just sit apart, you know. Yeah. I I'm mean, actually was actually uh, thinking about maybe starting to come back, uh, come down for recordings again. I've been thinking about it. Okay. I think you haven't been anywhere. Um, I've been to work, but at work I'm very, you know, I wear yeah. gloves and mask, and, and no one comes to my to my to my workstation. You know, yeah. it's all through Skype and uh, right. Zoom meetings Zoom. and all that yeah. shit. Yep, we do all that at work, so we're we're very distant at work. Um, you know, so I don't interact with anybody at work, like period, right. in any kind of physical form. So. People want to shake my hand. I'm just like, hey, we gonna go? <laughs> you know, like, right. stay away, stay the fuck away from me. COVID nineteen. Um, COVID nineteen, <laughs> baby. You know how we do. Twenty twenty, baby. But uh, yeah, so I, I was actually thinking about it today. I was like, man, you know, I try to do it like you know, like we were doing. You know, it's so right. funny. I was thinking about it today <clears throat> too, because <clears throat> I was like, hmm, because he's like, you can't, you, you can't find a spot. And I was like, well, just he could just come over here. I was thinking. I yeah. And that was it. Like, <laughs> kind of sucks in here. So yeah, could have got a could have got a quick three pack of Tall Boys and headed over. But, yeah, I mean, know. it would have been. I think next time fun. we're gonna let's just do that, dude. We'll sure. just you know I can we can do like Friday night or something. But yeah, sure. man. I mean, I get it. We all got to be safe, and you know, yeah. I mean, if everyone does what they're supposed to, we still have all these people trying to go against the grain. But you know, we just gotta look. Just gotta look out for each other. That's all it is. That's. Bottom line. Yeah, man. So, uh, I think we should move on to our yeah. meat and potatoes. I'm starving, dude. Let's do it. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So, once again, prog metal albums 
that we yeah. think are essential listening. Um, so with these, keep in mind that we're not the be-all, end-all of fucking pragmatical prognosis. You know, like we're just going to say what we think. I have a lot of doubles in terms of... Um, I'm, I'm going to list two bands because I still feel like they're related. Sure. I'm, I'm going to list one band with maybe two albums because I, they're the same. They're related. Um, and there's a little reason uh, behind it. So uh, do you want to start? Yeah, man. I'm or, no, you know what? I oh, think we're talking about earlier. I should start now. I think it's better. Go for it. Yeah, because of the, the way the list is going to go. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so I'll start first. Then. Okay. okay, so my first, my first choice would be Orphis, and the album is The Queen of Time. And I think, you know, seeing them live was a whole fucking, it was mind-blowing. You had Anna Kaleri. Oh, they're so perfect, dude. Like, they just sound so fucking good live. The singer is so, so fucking tiny and little. He's like Danny Filth little. You know, and he's just so, but so fucking powerful, man. Powerful, yeah, dude. Oh, dude. But, I mean, the Queen of Time, I mean, we were fucking about it a couple of years ago, like crazy. Still you know, to we're this saying, day, dude. I, I still, mean, we still listen to it. Yeah, I mean, dude. I still spend that album on the regular. Um, um, and I, I thought really hard about it. I was like, uh, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> nah. <laughs> but no, I'm glad you put it, dude. I, I'm glad it's uh, getting the the talk that it deserves. Because holy shit, Queen of Time is such a fucking perfect album. Um, yeah. The fucking the Golden Elk that is my go to track. And yeah, yeah, I love that song. Uh, mostly because I love the the Middle Eastern elements of it, and I love yeah. the yeah. with the towards the end when you have the the whole the strings, you know, the yeah. violins and all that shit coming yeah. in at the end as it comes again. Oh my god, such a magnificent yeah. fucking song. I think uh, for me, it's Heart of the Giant and We Accursed. That's a good one too. Are just beautiful, but yeah, fuck yeah, the Golden Elk, Among Stars is also yeah, beautiful. that's the one with Annika, no? Yeah, 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 that's a beautiful. It's a lot of. I mean, it's a fucking great album, you know. Yeah, dude, Miss Van Giersberg and anything she lends herself to, just she tends to enhance it. I dude, love the way she does. Devin, Arion, you know everything. Yeah, awesome. yeah, the, you know? the the work they she did was always groups. It's yeah, always and, 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 and her standalone work is good too. Yeah, her her solo stuff with the Gathering, everything she's done, it's awesome. Yeah. So, that's not uh, that's my first pick. Cool, dude. So for mine, I'm gonna go ahead and actually, uh, I'm gonna jump right into it, dude. Um, mm -hmm. Dan Swano, Moon Tower, which is an album that I've gushed about multiple times. Mm -hmm. But I feel if, uh, if you're looking for uh, just a truly balanced death metal progressive experience, look no mm -hmm. further. That mm -hmm. album, uh, Dan Swano's vocals on that album are fucking perfect. I think, I mean, he's, I mean, like, of course, we have Edge of Sanity and Witherscape and all that, but right. I feel like for some reason, his growls on that album, for some reason, they yeah. just are amazing. The vocal, the lyrics are per, are so poetic, you know, fucking uncreation. Memorable, dude. Uncreation, patchworks. Yeah. I mean, we can go on. The whole album is a cover to cover. Yeah. It's not very long. I mean, it's only what eight songs and mm -hmm. under under fifty minutes. But it's such a perfect, perfect album to the point that I own it on a fucking vinyl. So yeah, that says something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I told you I'm gonna get some vinyls, but just the albums I 
I need. Yeah. And that's one of them. <laughs> so, fuck yeah, you know, dude. Fucking A, dude. Yeah, man. So Dan Swato, Moon Tower. Just look for the giant eyeball. <laughs> yep. So that's actually one of my other picks as well. And I think... Okay. Excuse me. I think that's another uh, uh, amazing pick because, I mean, it's the... What I was saying, it's very memorable. To the the His vocals are so distinct, but yet you could also understand what he's saying. It's like, right. It's, he it's, enunciates that's so well. Cool. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. He really um, does. And um, sorry to me cut you up, but just again, one thing I forgot to mention: the keyboards. Yeah. Throughout that album. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, they're they're kind of uh, for me. I say like nerdy. Kind of. If you're into Arion, those keyboards. Those keyboards. This are is perfect. Arian. This is yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Arion made, if Arion made an all death metal album, this is kind of what it would be probably. But yeah. like, um, I'm telling you, man, I'm, I, I'm just, I know it's not gonna happen, but I, I want, I want, I want Moon Tower too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I want another just dance Wano something. <laughs> I want more yeah. of that sound. Which is, which is the that that became the premise for one of our future episodes that we're gonna yeah. do um, in the next few weeks. So I, I, but like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say like real quick, um, the just the fact that I just feel that all I mean his other projects, you know, Nightingale and Witherscape and all that, like he takes elements that are used in Moon Tower, elements, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like they're as married as perfectly as they are in that album or that sound that yeah. he goes for with that release. And I feel I just want more. <laughs> That's all it is. I just want more songs with that yeah. sound and that style. Yeah, mm-hmm. that. And it sucks because it's like that's all we, it's well, just we this album and it's all we got. That's man. it. That's all we got, bro. So, Dan, you the man. Dan is the man. So, excellent pick. Thank you, so, my next pick would be from a Austin, Texas band called Watchtower. The album is Resistance. Now, this is kind of one of those albums that uh, is a little weird and that when you look at the album cover, you you kind of feel, I don't know, you get like Pink Floyd vibes, um, kind of like the whole idea of control and resistance, that cover art really illustrates that. <laughs> In other words, like I like I like how it does illustrate that. Like you can't, just, uh, yeah, you can't really think, put it into words, but when you see it, right. that's control and resistance. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what that looks so, like. So this one, to me, there's only eight songs. The singer, for some reason, left and went on to create this band called Dangerous Toys, which is kind of like an 80s uh, hair, hair metal, sort of <laughs> hair metal southern rock type thing going on, uh, which is strange. Because this is a fucking killer album. Super heavy. Influenced bands, like I mentioned to you earlier. They influenced Death. They influenced Dream Theater. Countless others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, songs like The Eldritch. Mayday and Kiev. Kind of weird how the other shit drops, right? It's just like... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, it, and it's... It's great. <laughs> yeah. And this, this is a, actually a very fucking heavy album. But prog up the ass in terms of nice. the timing and the drums and uh, the guitar riffs. This is the one you're saying that yeah, you're telling me that you think I'll like it. Like you should check it out. Yes, 
because they're heavier. They're heavier. For example, yeah. if you listen to like Fate's Warning, which I was going to include Fate's Warning, yeah. but I kind of feel like they're just they're prog in the way Queensryche is prog. They're not super heavy, but they have everything. They have all the elements in there, <clears throat> but they're still they're they're still considered well. They are a heavy metal band. Yeah. Watchtower, however, is a whole different beast because I do feel like it is legit heavy, and it's right. It's it's got everything. Baseline progressions to make yes, it progressive. It's got everything, dude. Um, mm-hmm. And it came out. That's to me what is astounding, is uh, the prowess of these guys during that time. You know, so definitely one to look out for. And I'm pretty sure all the fucking veterans and veteranos are like, you know, good pick, sir. Good yeah. pick. <laughs> they're they're probably <laughs> like, they're probably like, it's about time you talked about Watchtower. Bravo, sir. There you go. <laughs> um, okay. So my next one that I'm going to go with on my list here is... Um, so everyone knew this was coming, um, but I'm not going to go too far into it, but just uh, Devin Townsend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and the reason why um, I had a hard time with Devin Townsend because I was like, you know, there's so many eras of Devin, right? We mm-hmm. have, you know, when he first came out, you know, right after, right hot off the heels of City... You know, at the same time, he was working on Ocean Machine. Right. And, you know, that's honestly the one of the first, honest to God, uh, progressive metal albums that I listened to that I, it was progressive metal. I didn't even know what it was yet. I was still, <laughs> you know, ignorant. And I was just like, wow, this is really nice. And then, you know, fast forward to Accelerated Evolution a few years later. And that's honestly, honest to God, my favorite uh, release he's ever done. Yes, I think it's just such a good balance of the sound, yeah. and then that's his Moon Tower to me, and yeah, yeah, and then we have more recently Devin Townsend Project, which has had a, a just a smashing amount of great releases, but I think out of all those releases, I think Transcendence stands out the most. Oh, it's fucking uh, awesome! I something about it, dude. Just something yeah. about Transcendence. It just gives me this this tingle, <laughs> like, a little, oh. a little, um, a little gent at times, a little bit. But, I just, but I he know, is a again, he I, is a gentleman. <laughs> he is quite the gentleman. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with uh, probably my essential Devin Townsend. Believe it or not, I think is Ocean Machine. Yeah. As it's such a really good um, introduction to what he is and just kind of right. how far he you know how if you're just because a lot of metalheads listen to strapping and a lot of people know who strapping a lot is right you know people that are part of you know that are into extreme metal most likely have heard of strapping a lad but that his solo music is such a fucking deviation from that sound yeah and you know i think it's just interesting to see uh, an artist that has many sides and that's always nice i think it's you owe it to that artist to explore other elements of their of their work i, I mean absolutely and i think that's why i think again we're also Attracted to Dan Suano and his music, yeah, and 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 you know, like that who are multifaceted. They have just these, their contributions. You know, you wanna you wanna like kind of pick their brain. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, mm-hmm. how are you able to create all these varied? You know, it's like a buffet of music, dude. And it really it's is. like it's great to be able to to um, you know, have like, a beer with them. What what what's going on, guys? <laughs> Like, what's going on in your where, brain? Where really? was your head when he did that? And yeah. it's like, you know, with Devin Townsend, you know, like the his, his uh, quintessential uh, wall of sound, right? 
yeah. the, that he goes for, where he would everything just gets so noisy, right? But it's so coherent. It's interesting. Yeah. It's just really yeah. smart. He's and really he's a very good producer, and he knows not everybody could do that. Not everybody no. could do that. Exactly, I mean, dude. to make it sound where it's cohesive and and I audible. Think, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think a good example of that is the uh, I think it's off of Alien from Sharpie Alada uh, Skeksis. I think it's what it's called. Oh, I think yeah, I think I know which one. That's out. Uh, that's that song. It's so fucking noisy, yeah. but it's melodic as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it, man. So, previously mm-hmm. I've spoken of um, Pain of Salvation. Yeah. And this album specifically called Red Lane. And I was thinking about it for a long time. Then I started listening to that, it again. What was that album called again? Remedy. One more time because you keep breaking up. Oh. It's called Remedy Lane. Got it. Make <laughs> yeah. sure our fans can hear it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So basically, that one to me was, um, I believe it was 2001, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially Daniel's, uh, the singer's, uh, I would say it's just the story of um, it's a breakup album. You know, it's basically, I, I feel like it's a concept album. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are times where you hear the same riff here and there throughout the album. To me, that's like, oh, that's cool when you do that. You know, it's like they bring <laughs> back that riff. One way or another, they bring some of that stuff There's back. There's memes for that, so yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so and I think... The album and the main riff comes back at the end. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, but, I mean, it's so fucking emotional dude it's an emotional listen that i was like holy shit dude like his vocals are right in the middle where they're not they're like not monotone but just perfect for this kind of music but then he like belts out fucking highs every once in a while dude and and when he belts them out it just mm, it just adds so much to the fucking music uh but for me i think here let me Find it really quick. <clears throat> Remedy Lane. And I love the album cover too. It's like, it looks like it's a fucking sketch. Uh, these two people are like, the guy's hugging the girl from behind and they're sitting down and it looks like she doesn't want anything to do with him, you know? He's like, don't touch me. Oh, come on. Yeah, like, but very sad, you know, like just yeah. they're they're sad together, you know? Uh, it almost yeah, but I think <clears throat> the ending ending theme is the actual fucking song that I think would catch everybody. It's the uh, initially the first song because it's first it's the intro and it's that one. But I mean, there's so many fucking songs. Trace of blood, this heart of this heart of mine. It's a fucking outstanding song. Rope ends, undertow, and and then. All the way to Second Love and Beyond the Pale. It's a it's a thirteen songs, about an hour long. You fucking trust me, it will not feel like a. It won't feel like an hour. Um, it's awesomely paced. It's great. It's not a fucking heavy heavy album in terms of, um, let's say, Dan Suano, but more along the lines of let's say Green Carnation or Anathema. Uh, so it's good. It's a good mix between those two, actually. So, Remedy Lane, dude, you gotta fucking check it out. And, and uh, if you don't cry, you're not human. 
<laughs> Good to know. <laughs> um, so another one, my next one I'm going to go with, man, is going to be uh, Diabolical Masquerade Death's Design, which I know we've mentioned it on uh, the Death yeah. Metal, uh, the Black Metal episode. Yeah. But let's be real, that's a very that's a fucking progressive album. <laughs> the entire idea. <laughs> the whole idea, the whole concept. I mean, yeah, the concept the whole concept. Anyways, but it's. It's, you know, it's, I mean, yeah, it's got the symphonic black metal elements and everything, but, like, the fact that it's got, like, really the keyboards and some of the uh-huh. uh, little portions of that album just really, really, I mean, you can feel Dan Swano's influence on that as well, you know, like, just as far yes. as some of the writing goes. Um, I also want to add, yeah, there's, there's choice riffs, and the riffage changes mm-hmm. according to certain uh, times or certain events that are happening in the story but yeah. you know some of them even sound like 80s riffs you know yeah dude so, so like there's i mean it changes every it it's not it's very i don't want to say it's like a chameleon where it just goes fucking crazy it keeps you guessing dude it's such a i mean 60 some odd tracks like we discussed yeah. multiple times but right. it's it keeps you guessing i mean it starts off as a yeah like a like a very creepy Mm-hmm. Um, symphonic black metal uh, uh, album or whatever, yeah. And as it goes, it just next thing you know, you're hearing like these really like old school sounding keyboards, you know, these nerdy sounding keyboards as you describe it. You yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> there's just like so much to that album. It's such a treat to listen to, and again, it's another one that I own on vinyl because it's a must. That's a fucking a, yeah. That, no. that album is a fucking yeah. Must. Um, that one is a like, No Mames album. Like, it, it is a definitely a No Mames album. And the fact that yeah. if you like black metal, great. If you like progressive, well, great. I think even if you don't like progressive that much, you can still enjoy it. Yeah. It's such a great fucking album. And um, thankfully, it's so readily available on everything. And if you haven't heard it and you've been listening to us for all this time, what are you doing? Go yeah. listen to it. Go fucking listen. <laughs> Go I mean that. By yeah. Because it's a, it's it's... It's not only essential, but I still think it's a fucking hidden gem, dude. It's a beautiful album that not a lot of people are talking about. It. Uh, you don't hear and it's about been it, around. But like we're the only ones that yeah. do ever. <laughs> we're the, I mean, it's been around for like almost lot. twenty years. Yeah, yeah, I know. And we talk about it a lot on this show because <laughs> I don't feel like no one else is. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my that's my choice yeah. on this one. <laughs> very very nice. Very nice. Um, so my next choice kind of goes back to the late uh, late 80s, early 90s again. Okay. And it's going to be two different bands, kind of because like, I feel like, uh, not that they're related, but I feel like they're musically related in that uh, you'll dig, if you like one, you more than likely like the other. So right. first off, it's uh, Anacrucis, mm. Manic Impressions. They're from St. Louis, St. Louis. And then Psychotic Waltz. Now, if that sounds familiar, if you know Devin or Devin Graves, um, they're from San Diego. If you like Devin Graves, Dead Soul Tribe, um, he's sang for, what, Arion, I believe. Uh, but that album was called Into the Everflow by Psychotic Waltz. Uh, and, they, and they sound like that. The, the name of the band sounds like the music. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it sounds great. It's just a little... So it's very it's very thrashy, but at the same time it's fucking prog, super prog. Uh, yeah, it's fucking great, right? Uh, and their fucking logos so kick ass too. Um, 
Anacrucis, uh, also, you wouldn't think it by the album cover of Manic Impressions because it's just four of them. It looks like there's like flowers on them or some shit or like roses. It's a little, uh, little feminine. But if you if you get past that, check it, dude. I know there's a cover they did. Uh, I forgot who the fuck the band is, but the cover it's called "I Love the World." Even that shit's outstanding, and it's it's just a yeah. cover. I mean, but something real, dream. I mean, the whole fucking album is great. Ten songs, under an hour. You can't go wrong with that. Psychotic Waltz. Um, the the fucking album cover is amazing too. In that one, it's just like kind of reminds me of like a Swedish death metal. Um, but songs like. You know, ashes out of the mind, tiny streams into the everflow, just everything from here, you'll fucking enjoy. Uh, and I know they had, I think they might have broken up for a bit, but they released a new album this year, or last year, I believe. Which let me see, was this year, and it's called okay. the God Shaped Void. And I think Devin is back. Uh, Devon, uh, Devin Graves is back on that one. Um, and I put them together. They were around during the same time. The probably toured you together. Can't have one without the other. <laughs> I, I kind of, if you listen to them, uh, they're in good company with each other. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so I'm going to mention this album. Um, even though they just came out with this album, I think already um, it's the short time that it's been out. It's an essential. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wilderun or Wild Run. I've heard it pretty both ways. Veil of Imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's enough that we both agreed that this was the album of uh, 2019. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the fact that it came out at the ass end of the year, it just kind of took yeah. us by fucking proverbial storm. I still remember when you shared it to me. You just sent me the link and you said, You're fucking, you, you didn't say you're, you're fucking welcome, but you just went, You're welcome. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay, very presumptuous. And yeah. I played it, and I'm like, "Thank you." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh, that was funny. This is, you know, yeah, <laughs> uh, hot off, hot off of uh, Opus Opus last release, which I, I again, I, I love uh, Incognito Venom. It's a good album. Yeah. Um, but in, in off the heels of that, I feel that Veil of Imagination is the Opus album we should have got. Yeah. <laughs> it again, satiated I mean, can, our Opus make Yes, it does. And I mean, yes, we can make comparisons all day. Yes. They definitely were their influences, obviously. They are very much an Opeth-influenced band. Um, to the point to the riffs, the writing, the progressions, the way the, the music's put together, it sounds like an Opeth album, but a classic Opeth album. And the only thing that they add that's different is a lot of the symphonic elements. I think right. that's kind of what makes them stand out. Yes. That's kind of That's kind of like what they bring to the table on their yeah. end is they, they're like, let's take this eerie, cold sound that, you know, Opeth is known for, but let's make it more big. Yeah. Like grandiose. Grandiose. Grandiose, yes. And the, mm-hmm. considering, I mean, they're, they're from, and again, they're from the U.S. I believe they're from Massachusetts. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fact that they came, I mean, I know they have a few other albums out, and um, but this album in particular, I think, is just a masterpiece yeah um right off the bat and i think again if you haven't heard it remedy that is if you like opeth if you're salty about what opeth has become <laughs> this will help ease some of the burn yeah, from that salt super um, big time. <laughs> yeah big time i know um, exactly 
So <laughs> I kind of wanted to add, they also released, uh, or either they did already or going to release the vinyl version of that album, Ooh, which a lot of people were asking for it. And it's beautiful fucking. Yeah. Um, it's in red and everything's really beautiful. Nice packaging. Um, and so I, I kind of like think that album, that album, because it came out so late, people will talk about it in their 2020 list. I fucking hope so. Because I've, I've seen that before. It's not yeah. that far-fetched. Because it came you know? out, when did it come out? Like end of November or mid-December or something like that. It came out yeah, very yeah, early year. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was last minute and we decided to incorporate it into our list because it was, it just kind of came out of nowhere, but we both agreed that it was definitely a game changer. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, again, such a great album. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it yeah. enough in the past. But yeah, yeah definitely I agree. So, <clears throat> my next album mm-hmm. will be Evergrey in Search of Truth. Um, this is one of the... I think it was the second album I heard from Evergrey. The first one was um, Recreation Day. Um, to me, it's just, I mean, fucking aliens, you know? <laughs> aliens and metal, <laughs> is, and, you know, that's Prague. Uh, but yeah, that's, you know, Tomas uh, England is always, you know, into conspiracies and he's into the whole idea of, you know, alien life. And, um, I mean, this is a great album when it comes to that. It's called In Search of Truth. Uh, I mean, it almost uh, it reminds me of someone getting fucking, like, not kidnapped, or what is it? Like, um, abducted? abducted, you know? That's the uh, term used, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, his vocals are, to me, one of the, I think, in top 10, top 15 in the world right now. Um, he's smooth, sultry, um... Uh, just very, uh, I don't know, very soft, but like it's just like they're perfect vocals for that kind of music and yeah. powerful still at the same time. Um, and so with with uh, In Search of Truth, if you listen to it, I love the keyboards and I love the double bass on the drums and just the way it kind of works. They kind of work together. And his riffing is just second to none. I mean, his... He's a riff master, dude. Uh, he has a lot of cool fucking, uh, like, chugging riffs. And just, I don't know. It's just a great overall album. Uh, like if you thick, love like Evergreen. Thick, like a thickness to it or something. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, almost thrashy, but not quite, you know. And uh, if you like, I mean, I think that's a great album to start with. If not, if not Truth, if you want to start with Recreation Day, it's also acceptable, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but start there. I think those are great starts, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Um, for my next one, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with... Uh, uh, I'm not going in any order. I'm just kind of picking off my huge list of prog yeah. albums that I really, really like. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go All with uh, Dream Theater. So, okay. I was kind of kind of like in the same boat um, as uh, Devin Townsend. Dream Theater is a band that I really, really like. And it was like, do I go with my favorite album or do I go with the one that I feel is essential? Right. Because um, those are two different things. Right. You can love an album, but looking at, looking at it from an outsider's appearance coming in, which album would you like them to check out first, right? So naturally, I was yes. thinking, well, Metropolis Part 2. That's, you know, yeah. they're... they're uh, I feel that's their their Mona Lisa. That is their masterpiece. That is mm-hmm. their 
their Sistine Chapel. That is yeah. their ultimate work, and it still is. But I thought about it really hard, and I thought, you know what? I still, honestly, I think images and words. I know, very stereotypical, but I think <laughs> that album pulled me under a side. That's the yeah. track everyone thinks about when they think of right. theater. Yeah. But the rest of that album, um, Another Day, um, mm. fucking Metropolis Part One, the Miracle and the Sleeper. Um, there's saxophone in this fucking album. <laughs> <laughs> like yes. I'm talking like, like fucking um, Kenny G, fucking yeah. smooth, fucking sax, like smooth make love, make, Yeah, dude, like make up, make love your old lady saxophone in this fucking album man <laughs> um they have a you know beautiful beautiful uh track called wait for sleep which is just piano uh and james debris oh, uh, nice. singing yeah. it's a beautiful song the lyrics are like poetry yeah um it's just a wonderful album only eight songs just under an hour um i think it's probably if you think about it, in terms of pacing song length and just general writing it is mm-hmm. or it is probably their best album because okay. there's no concept it's just a collection of songs yeah they're not trying to tell a story it's just here's some songs we wrote in our early days you know yeah yeah so i think with me i will talk about next the band spiral architect and i know we've heard them before yeah. And they were yeah. quite a bit challenging to listen to. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. So I mean they're they're uh come from Arcturus, Borknagar, Scariot, and Satyricon. Those are associated back. The album is called A Skeptics Universe. Um and Believe it or not, was recorded here in Tornillo. What's the name of the studio? I barely knew there were buildings in Tornillo. Sonic, Sonic. It was in it was in Sonic Ranch. Here, let me do the metal archives. Okay, good old metal archives to the rescue with the fact check. (laughs) Metal archives. Let's see. Spiral Architect. Noobs go to Wikipedia. Professionals go to Metal Archive. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so this album actually came out in 2000. Um, recorded June 1998. Mixed and mixed February 99 at Village mm-hmm. Production. Oh, well, it was something else. Village Productions, Torneo, Texas, USA. All right, all right. So that was still outside here. But it was Village Productions. It wasn't something. Yeah, it's like, what, about 40 minutes away? It's 45. Even, yeah. yeah. But to me, this album, as soon as you fucking hear it, it's going to fuck you up right away. It does, dude. It's, uh, I think <laughs> it's like uh, the odd, uh, equi- equivalent of a, like a fucking hurricane or tornado to your sense, to your ears. It's a, it's a tough listen, but, but not in a bad way. It's Yeah. It's just it's it's it's, a, it's got a lot. It's got a lot. Her, everybody's doing something, and it's just <laughs> like holy shit, dude! It's yeah. like free. Everybody's decided to play whatever they decided to play, and they didn't <laughs> tell each other what they were gonna play. Hey, so just follow along. What? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> nah, it's uh, first show me that shit. I was like, whoa, wait, what? what and you know what's so funny? <laughs> the first track called Spinning, mm-hmm. that's exactly the imagery you get. It's called Spinning, dude. And yeah. it's just like, holy shit, dude. Whoa. Uh, yeah. yeah. So now that I remember, we decided to do this list. Because it was a big fuck you to Sam Dunn. <laughs> yep. Because, I, was, I was thinking about saying it at the start of the episode, but yeah. I, like, I kind of forgot. <laughs> yeah. So now that I remember... Um, like we could do better than that. We could do way fucking better than him. <laughs> I mean, they didn't even try, bro. They didn't even fucking try. It was, it was ridiculous. A very ridiculous. Yeah. It was fucking thin. Anorexic thin, dude. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, dude, like, and he was like, "Oh, like, oh, like." He asked the other guy, "What do you think?" Well, what do you think? You know. <laughs> so I was like, "Lame." People Let's do it. Yeah, people would say so, and then the, the the viewers would say some good shit. Yeah, and he'd be like, "I don't know who that is." I don't know who that is. Yeah, or you would so, just like disregard it. Like who? Yeah, Arian, who? Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, yeah. and I and again, I tell you, I don't know why I do this to myself. I watch the videos. <laughs> I watched the videos. Like, of course, I remember, like, I'm all working at work. I was at work, and you sent me this fucking clip of you uh, cut the photo of you watching it on your TV. Yeah, and you're like, I you put. I don't know why I do this. <laughs> so you're a glutton for pain, dude. Yeah, like I being, remember. You like being frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it, and it helps that I'm drinking when I'm watching it. So she so gave me uh, more surly. <laughs> yeah, dude. Some of them I don't uh, disagree with. For example, his. His thrash, uh, they do thrash, they do some death metal, they do stuff like that. He, he okay. Stick in his lane, I guess. Is what yeah, there you go. There you go. Stick to your fucking lane, bro. Yeah, and and anything, I mean, if you're going to tell me, and this is, the, this is what bothers me, if you're going to tell me the entirety of it, that Macedon is the best, then fuck you, because absolutely <laughs> not. Hell no. No, absolutely not. How Maybe if we did what? a top 100 list. Maybe top 100 We put them in there because maybe. we need to put something in number 100. Yeah. But. Uh, but I mean, no. I mean, in the entire existence of that, no, I don't think so, man. Uh, I just can't. I don't, I, I don't buy it. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not buying what he's selling, dude. You're not drinking that Kool-Aid. Hell no. <laughs> uh, who went last year? Yeah, I had Spiral Architect. Spiral Go Architect, Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. Pardon me. So, going, uh, kind of re-zipping into the Dan Swano archives, uh, Nightingale, White Darkness. Yeah. Um, which, as we know, Nightingale is not traditionally an overly prog project of his. It's more, you describe it as goth rock, and yeah, listening to like the self-title and yeah. you know, I and some of the older stuff. Yeah, I'm more, I'm inclined to agree with you. Some of those, like the keyboards and the and you know content. what? Just just the way he uses his voice in it too. Exactly the drone combo. You know? the, yeah, the, yeah. The typo type thing. Typo negative. Yeah, that's a good yeah. way to describe it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like um, he has almost kind of almost like it's almost like a mumble, but not quite. Like, yeah. Very. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that. it's it's it, it, very yeah. distinct. Yeah. So, and I remember you told me when I was you know exploring. Um, <laughs> Nightingale, you're like, 
you know what? And I told him, man, I really like, uh, I really, 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 really like uh, fucking White Darkness. And you're like, you know what? I had a feeling you would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like why? And I'm like, why? Because it's very progressive. <laughs> yeah. It's very. It's the only yeah. album that sounds like that. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, Wounded Soul, Fields of Life, um, the title track, uh, Trial and Error. Um, these are the songs that I <laughs> definitely recommend off of it. But it is the whole thing is really enjoyable. Again, not too long of an album. It's uh, you know I think it's around forty minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's got the quintessential, and that's probably why I like it because I think keyboard wise, it's the closest I have to Moon Tower without it being Moon Tower. Okay. <laughs> and I think yeah. I just I love those keyboards on that album, dude. Yeah. Um, just the way it starts, you know. Yeah, we 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 you know yeah. like yeah. The nerd boards, we should call them that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's my other choice. I just I have a lot Excellent. of dance one on my list. I'm trying to realize, yeah. like or, or elements that are things that he's kind of dipped a toe into. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, let's see, my favorite Nightingale. We we haven't heard it yet. Because it's not on any streaming device, and I and I have the album, the CD. I don't know where I left it. I think it's in my my closet. So oh, I'll have to they show just it. have. I think the oldest one they have on stream is uh, "Breathing Shadow," right? That's the oldest one. Yeah, yeah. That's the oldest one they have. Let me see. Hold on. The album that I'm talking about is "Invisible" from 2004. And uh, that's my favorite. It's my fucking. F- so, okay, kind of in the uh, middle of the chronological chronological yeah. list there. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and um, I mean, all the, all the albums are cool. They're all very different from each other. They mm-hmm. all kind of bring something different to the table. But I just yeah. like again, I just like that one because yeah, it's. He's, I mean, you think you said his brother wrote most of it, right? Or wrote all of it? Mm-hmm. You just sing mm-hmm. on it. So, but yeah, Dag. yeah, I, yeah, Dag Spano. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, again uh, the if you like kind of like what you got on Moon Tower, but you want clean vocals, it's definitely. Yeah, uh, I agree. Got, I think it's a, it's a it's a fucking great listen to. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just it's just it's just good fucking. It's a feel good. Yeah, it's a feel good album to me. I it's mean, good it's good old fashioned really, fun. It's not like fun in the terms of it's lighthearted because it's still kind of depressing and dreary yeah. like Nightingale is, but like yeah. it's still really cool. Check it yeah. out. Yeah, no, I was referring. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer <laughs> uh, So my next pick is actually two because it's Arion. Um, so Arion, I think this one is 100% essential listening uh, into the electric castle. And oh, wow. it's got like, it's got, I mean, it's, it's fucking amazing. I mean, you got Isis and Osiris. Amazing flight. That's just another fucking cool song. Hey, dude. Like, it's just a fucking really cool song. Um, you have Valley of the Queens where it originates. The Castle Hall is probably like my favorite one there. Um, it's double disc. Uh, now I'm recently, you went with that album. Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was thinking you're gonna go with the Human Equation. That's always your go-to. I mean, the Human Equation is awesome, but because it has uh, what's his name, um. From Dream Theater, James. I figured yeah. you were gonna pick it. I thought you were. Shut gonna up. Pick it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten to it, but 
Shut up. Okay. Okay. I'll talk about, we'll talk so, about it right now. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so if you go to um, their live releases, mm -hmm. which is recently, I recently bought the uh, Electric Castle Live and Other Tales, which talks, it's the entirety of this album that I just spoke of live. And it is fucking incredible because it's, it's Arion. He's, Arjun is always badass. Yeah, of course. And put it in uh, more concrete for me that it's like, man, it's a fucking badass album. The cover art is fucking wacky and weird, strange, yeah. uh, a little bit um, steampunk almost, but futuristic and f super fantasy world. Even though it's fu uh, futuristic, there's a big old castle that still looks something like from the future, but in the past, if that makes any sense. And um, it's an amazing fucking album, I think. Uh, great album to start with. Um, then we're going to stick with Arjun. And we're going to go with Star One, Space Metal. Nice. The Space Metal, to me, <laughs> I remember I brought it to your house one day. Uh, <laughs> we're having yeah. a cookout. Yep. And I'm like, check this shit out, dude. And set your set your dick for erect. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, yeah, man, space metal is woo. Yeah. What, the title. What else do you need, man? Um, no kidding. Here, let me find it. Oh, dude. Um, no fucking yeah, kidding, dude. I have it right here, actually. I was listening to it very recently, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, set your controls, dude. High moon, songs of yeah. the ocean. Intergalactic Space Crusaders. Yeah, like you can't... Okay, first of all, <laughs> like I recently bought the live live on Earth performance on DVD, mm -hmm. which is basically this whole album and some hits from Arion. And holy shit, I mean, set your controls, dude. It's so cheesy, but the oh, riffage on that song, is amazing. Though. Yeah. It, and yeah. so, uh, so it's not as big as Arion, uh Star One. It's uh, what's Dan Swano, um, uh, Russell Allen, Russell Allen, Jensen, mm -hmm. and uh, her sister Irene. Right, they sing together a lot, actually. Yeah, and uh, they had Ed Warby on drums. Yeah, uh, there was another uh, vocalist though, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, I know, I know Arjun does a few parts, but <clears throat> the. The vocalist that basically was on um, the live performance, though I forgot his name. Because I know, like Dan Swano wasn't on the live DVD. Cause, like he didn't no. show up to that party. No, it was it was and fuck, I forgot the other guy. He looks like uh, he looks like uh, <laughs> what's his name? He looks like <laughs> um, Dead Poet Society. God damn it, what's his name? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm about. Robin Williams. He looks like Robin Williams, but like adult, like tall. <laughs> uh, tall Robin Williams. Yeah, long haired. Here, let me find the singer. His name is. Damn, he's got so many fucking singers, dude. It's crazy. Here we go. List of guest vocalists. He's has ah Damian Wilson. Mm -hmm. Damian Wilson. He's had uh he's the one that comes out on it. It's because it's hard to follow this thing, man. This map. 
Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell who's on what and who does what on what track. It's, it's I tried looking that up because I was really like fascinated by the concept of Arion yeah. or Star One in general. Yeah. And I was trying to like, well, who does what? Because I mean, you try, I mean, yeah, you can pick out their voices, but sometimes it's hard. And I'm exactly. like, yeah. I want to know who I want to know who's doing what. And it's really hard to find online. <laughs> we can go, we can go all day with that shit. But uh, so I kind of wanted to add something else really quick. Um, yeah. I mean, hopefully you guys know who we're talking about by now, and we don't have to be uh, a record player <laughs> on repeat. Yeah. But uh, I have some big news for everybody. Uh, Ariane has announced the eight out of the 16 singers on the new album, which is called Transitus, and that's going to come out later this year. Woohoo! Uh, so can't fucking wait for that. And he's got know. quite a quite a diverse lineup they're not all the ones that we know they're repeat so they're different singers and there's gonna be quite a few repeats i know but a lot of them are from groups or you know they're not as well known as the that's the ones that he always picks right so it should still be fun but yeah yeah going back to um to star one that space metal album just fucking if you can go fucking get it it's amazing um it's, it's literally what you so say it's good. metal it's about space and intergalactic space crusaders has one of the fucking catchiest it's one of the catchiest songs i've ever fucking heard in my <laughs> it's, life it's yeah it's very it's, a, it's the crazy. whole i mean it's such a fun it's such a fun song yeah um the whole album man i mean even the yeah. slower parts and even then i mean um what's the other album called the 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 one after that is it victim, not victims of the modern age? Is it no? It's yeah, 2012 victims of a modern yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with the weird pillars and shit. Oh, uh, dude, yeah. that's that awesome. That got oh, some really stand-up. fucking stand-up tracks. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, really, really mm-hmm. good album. Um, yeah, and kind of rolling right into it, dude, with Arion. Um, yeah, so I think Arion is big enough to have two points on this list. Would you agree? Sure. Okay, so yeah, Human Equation. <laughs> I just, as I said, we'll That's talk about funny. it right now. Um, <laughs> um, I, 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 I know it's kind of un, a weird to have the same band on there twice, but because of how huge Arion is, right? Um, yeah, the human... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, this one, again, I, I like this album because he's got some of my favorite singers on there. He's got Devin Townsend, he's got uh, James Debris, like you said, who's actually very prominent. He's probably like the lead role yeah, in the is. story there. You know, he's the guy that's in the coma, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's got, of course, Russell Allen. It's got everybody. It's got, like, the gang's all there. It's just such a great Michael album. from Opeth is on there? I think he is, too, on the recording, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact, and, it's, it's, and again, it's, you know, it's a concept album. It's telling a story, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, very really fucked fun up, story. very fucked up story about a guy <laughs> who gets in a car wreck and uh, his girl and his lover are literally staring at him, hoping he dies. And it's just <laughs> yeah. fucked up. It's just fucked up. This just shows how fucking disgusting people can be. Yeah. But musically speaking, it is beautiful. It is gonna make you. It, it mean it makes you want to tear up when you hear it. It's such a great, great, mm-hmm. great piece of work. I agree. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I, I I think it's a, a an amazing album too. Um, but again, I I I knew that. Somehow you're gonna pick it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to like take that away, you know. But also, I wanted to add that I think we saw the theater equation, which is the DVD. Yeah, of this, the, the, the DVD performance. Of it, yeah. 
so that's actually where it all started. I think that was one of the first performances where he felt like, holy shit, people actually like it. They made a little bit of money. And then they did that Arion Universe, which is, I highly, yeah, dude, I fucking recommend that to everybody. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you want (laughs) to, if you want to fucking impress people who think that metal is bullshit and metal is fucking garbage and a bunch of fucking noise, show them Arion Universe and they will shut the fuck up. They're just going to just, you will silence anybody. They will uh, choke on their words. (laughs) Absolutely, dude. Eat their words, so I say. Yeah, but Theater Equation, amazing. I have, so far I have all of them that he's released because, I mean, it's so much fun seeing them live perform everything and it's just great. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. you know, we're not gonna get. We didn't have a chance to go over there to the Netherlands. You know, to we don't have the money. <laughs> so whatever, the tickets sold on like in five minutes, anyways. So yeah. it's not like, so well, we would have had a shot. <laughs> no, no, and it's like at three, four in the morning. like us. Yeah, no. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, so my my last pick, I would suppose, mm-hmm. uh, it's actually two picks because, for for one, uh, one of them came out in two thousand, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then the other one came out in 2002. However, for some odd reason in the U.S., Still Life from Opeth yeah. had it not come out yet. It's so, weird, right? So Even Blackwater old, Park came out first. Were there early albums, too? It's yeah. just weird. So Blackwater Park came out first, and then Still Life came after. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, if they ordered from out of country or whatever, international. Chronologically they, speaking. Correct. Yeah. You, you would have received it. <laughs> So, but for me, I put them both in there because I think they're just as equal as, you know, just as badass. And, uh, absolutely. And, and, and you know, what's the concept, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think it's, to me, I think it's incredible that, um, you know, I feel like they had a good run, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like they died and shit. Yeah. They had a good run. You know, they left behind this beautiful, you know, legacy, you know, uh, still life to me is, I don't know, like you can't, like it's so night and day to compare to Blackwater Park, the way that the sound, the the guitar sounds, the drums, everything sounds So different. I'm going to do a quick test. How do I sound? You sound good. Okay. Because my, my, my AirPods died. <laughs> okay. What are you going to use? What? What's that? What are you going to use? Nothing, I guess. If I sound fine, we'll finish the episode this way. You should, yeah, I think it's fine. Okay, okay. So yeah, if you listen to, let's say, for example, "Still Life," it sounds completely different from Blackwater Park, which is, I mean, essentially that's what you want. You know what I mean? But I mean, they're both classics. I think they're both. Um, what is it called? Um, cover to cover. Absolutely. Yeah, there's yep. no doubt about that. Even though you 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 did once, I'm gonna say the controversial thing. Cite Blackwater Park as the beginning of the Mamadas, beginning of the end. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. That it is. But it that's is. what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's yeah. uh, the the end. You know, they had a good run. They had a good run, man. They had a good <laughs> as you run. said earlier. Yeah, they had a cool, good run. Man. I mean, and you know, <laughs> I want to just kind of add to Orchid and Morning Rise. I've sure. been listening to them again. Same. And when you listen to them and you go fucking Still Life and Blackwater Park, you realize how fucking raw those albums are, uh, production-wise. Like even even though it's Dan, um, yeah. it's a very thin production. <laughs> it really is. No, you're right, dude. If you go like, 
if you listen to Morning Rise and then go into Blackwater Park, the production is night and day. Yeah, which is like, you know, Stephen Wilson for you, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he's incredible. His own right. Yeah. <laughs> he's the other guy who does multifaceted, you know? And, uh, yeah, if you're a fucking metalhead, this should be for you, dude. You should already fucking know who the hell these guys are. Oh yeah, they're they're a they're a definite no brainer. Absolutely. Yeah. Whether you like progressive music or not, I mean, just on the merits of the way they sound, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're looking at the <clears throat> the changes because some there's not some on some songs there's no choruses. Yeah. It just goes. It just goes. The guitar, the solos, the fucking vocals, the you know just the 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 atmosphere that they bring, you know, it's just always kind of like bleak and dark at ah, bleak, but yeah, it's always like, you know, a little depressing sort of kind of thing going on. Yeah, dude. Very bleak. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right, man. So for mine, um, it's kind of a bonfire album for us. And uh, sure. again, it's one that we've mentioned before in multiple episodes and, kind of brought it up last week with uh we were just kind of doing the brief review of their latest release okay uh green carnation uh acoustic verses nice i think um we have a lot of heavy heavy hitters on this list we have to admit we have a lot of you know like you just said opeth i mean they're you know death metal basically um we have a lot of just bombastic um Mm. releases Mm. are going to get your head banging this mat, this this well, this release in particular from Green Carnation is the polar opposite. It is an acoustic album. Um, it is some of the most melancholic, mm-hmm. depressing music I've ever heard in my life. But it is so beautiful. It is so well well sang. The lyrical yeah. content, uh, yeah. the fact that you and me specifically drunk off our asses at <laughs> two, three in the morning. Yeah. Me freezing my ass off because you never get cold for some reason, but yeah. I'm always cold <laughs> with the bonfire know, right? going. Yeah. And we're just singing and singing that whole album together. And it's just yeah. such a thing. You know, it's just something yeah. that whenever it's a chilly night, we either play the mantle or we play that album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's true. It's, it just says something special, you know, that I think that album, um, I feel it has a really special part for us as friends. Yeah. And I feel that the rest of the world needs to hear it. Um, and then what's that live performance called where they did it live under that dam? I know under it's on YouTube, right? Yeah, it's under the dam, I think. Is it just called yeah. under the dam? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, anyways, um, that live performance is wonderful as well. They have like yeah. an orchestra with them and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, they had a, I think I like got three or four piece. Yeah, it's, it's not uh, huge. It's something no. major, but it's yeah. it adds so much to it. Um, so look that yeah. up. Uh, I guess Green Carnation Under the Dam. Yeah. Um, and check it, out that performance. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's no like no joke. It is uh in some cases um uh, you know, you get a little emotional watching it cuz it's so fucking beautiful. It really is. I remember uh, uh, it was you, uh, your buddy and myself uh when we rented that cabin to go drink for the weekend. Oh yeah, Mike. And we yeah. ended up getting drunk and putting that shit on and we were just like, yeah. "Oh." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a nice little just fire to go in the fireplace. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah the dude. fireplace going just—it was freaking cold as hell. We're just like just yeah. dude, fucking mid-life adults blubbering <laughs> over this album. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, that was a great time. Yeah, dude. 
And then um, we kind of grouped yours together. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw in my last one real quick. And um, after much consideration and thought and considering <laughs> what you put on your list, yeah. uh, I'm going to go ahead and drop in uh, Atheist Unquestionable Presence. Up. Nice. nice. I think um, kind of the kind of the sister to your spiral architect as far as yeah um bombastic go fuck your ears yeah uh, music and i thought about it really hard because i was kind of between them and uh uh death um sound yeah. of perseverance yes um because i really thought about that one too right because uh, i feel that album you know is where their their progginess really came together i think the most big time, big time. um yeah and but anyways uh, going back to Atheist, um, that album, uh, I believe it's the first one, no? It should be, yeah. It's like the earliest one. 90, I know they don't have a lot of albums. Yeah, it's yeah. like super early uh, 90s. And I was listening to it the other day. I don't remember I was telling you and uh, Pasquale about it. Yeah. And I was listening to it at work and just jamming out and people just looking at me weird in my cubicle. I was like, what the fuck is he listening to? <laughs> <laughs> None ya. None your business, bitch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Um uh, Again, um, unquestionable presence. It's got the cool space age looking. Uh, it's got like the mooning, the moon eclipsing the, the planet or whatever or something. And yeah, somebody like sitting there on a the field. But yeah, yeah. Um, check that one out. It is um, more of an advanced level listen. That's why yep. I said it was kind of like what Spiral Architect brought to the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely check it out. And again, uh, Atheist is kind of like, we, we mentioned them when we were talking about our Florida scene episode. Yeah. Um, some uh, months ago. Yeah, and they're also, you know, it's this whole idea of this jazz fusion uh, yeah. uh, with the the fucking drums and just the fucking crazy sounds he gets. And, uh, if you were to change it from, you know, traditional heavy metal instruments to uh, like a four-piece jazz group, yeah, it would be literally, literally like fucking ragtime shit. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, what's, what's it's amazing to me, though, like, is... The time. No one was doing that at that time. Death was barely 90s, starting man. to do. Yeah, death was barely starting to, to evolve into what yep. they would become, but um, they weren't. No, I mean cynic. Maybe. Cynic was also a potential on my list. Yeah, focus. If I had more, if we went with the, if we went with bigger lists, I would have probably mm-hmm. uh, would have put uh, would have put cynic on there uh, yeah. with. Uh, I think I had him on my pseudo list uh, with focus. Yeah, yeah, focus would have been, would have been, yeah, would have been good to add. Um, actually, I wanted to bring up something real quick because I forgot one album. I think I forgot one album. Okay, that might be what um, I really want to see. Mm-hmm. So, kind of goes with what you were saying earlier with Green Carnation. I think I brought that one up, did I? Mm, you haven't brought up Green Carnation yet. Okay, so then Green Carnation, uh, the Blessing in Disguise. Uh, oh, yeah. Blessing in Disguise, I think, was such a beautiful. Uh, I think that that's the one with the little kid on the cover, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that one has a lot of cool fucking songs, man. Like they're they're short, three to four minute songs. If you're into something, this one kind of reminds me, uh, maybe something like Catatonia esque in terms of short rock songs, but they're still proggy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, like bite sized progression or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. They're like standard size songs. Yeah, I mean, uh, Prague is so versatile. It doesn't have to be a twenty-minute epic, you know. Exactly. Yeah, and about it's it. a little weird, but it's a it's a great album. It's a great it's a great solid nice. to listen to, especially if nice you're to gonna see him go, twice on here. Yeah, if you're gonna go from 
Acoustic Versus, this is a great album to go to as well. Yeah, um, that is absolutely. And, and of then, course, the newest one, again. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. It's still, still uh, I listen good, to man. it a few times a week, man. Yeah. Still hasn't gone stale yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it ever will. I actually have a surprise pick, though. And this is going to oh. cause a stir, I think. Oh, this, is gonna, this is going to cause a stir. And Justice for All. <laughs> and Justice for All by fucking Metallica. I'm going to quote you, no mommy's way. <laughs> yeah. Baby. I'm being serious, man. Yeah, I yeah, know. When you listen to the entire album, and I'm sure I know you were you're uh, boning up on it, right? You're yeah, being, I mean, because it's... I've always had it on my on my collection here. Um, yeah. And it's just, but it's just, yeah, it's an album I don't typically go back to, you know, not not, not these days. But uh, yeah, I've been listening to it. I think just naturally the way it stands and the way it it uh, it plays and the structures of the songs and the way these guys were fucking on another level at that time when they wrote Injustice for All. Yeah. Um, and oddly enough, I had this on my list before I started looking, but I started looking on different lists online, and sure enough, it popped out in a few, dude. Really? So, yep. So I know that I'm not fucking completely crazy when You're I say not that. Crazy. So just a little bit. <laughs> but you know, it's it's. I think it's out there, man. I mean, it's You're just uh, M Night Shyamalan. To everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They're going to turn off the show. Ah, my mom is way. <laughs> so really quick. So for people who don't know what that means, um, it could mean a variety of things. Yeah. But like most things in Spanish. Literally, like, and this is the literal translation, is don't, don't suck or don't be sucking. But what I mean by it is like, no, mom is like, holy shit, that's badass. Yeah. And you could say it. It means so many things. Like when Gonzo tells me something, like uh, something outlandish, yeah. I'll be like, "No, mom is way." <laughs> like I, I could say, it's like, it "Get like out this. of town." Basically. Yeah, get out of here. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's basically like what that. That's using that same context. Is. Correct. So whenever uh, you hear "No, mom is way," it's kind of like, yeah, it's like it's like yeah. basically saying, "Like, get the hell out of town." Yeah, unless yeah. we're talking about an album, then it's like, "Holy shit, it's great." Pretty much as yeah, exactly like. Um, so, yeah, I think <laughs> thanks we for have... the Spanish lesson, dude. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, it's like slang, you know. That's, yeah, it's, it's not really it's Spanish, different. Spanish. It's it's different. Don't, don't go, don't go, don't go to Madrid. And start saying that shit to people. No, <laughs> no, they won't even. They might not even. Yeah, understand. they'll be like, "What is this?" Yeah, they, yeah. They they look at our Spanish as the wrong Spanish. Yeah, those <laughs> like crap Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think this is a great list. Um, nice. Yeah, I really I, like how it I, came out. Yeah. Again, a big middle finger to Sam Dunn. Uh, this is, I think, hopefully you could, uh, you know, I don't know if they're still doing their, their their shows because they're all fucking old episodes, dude. I don't know, dude. I know that's why whenever we talk about them, they're like, well, you guys are bitching about something that happened four years ago. It's still, but the anger is now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> no shit. I mean, it's because the thing is that... Y- he can't keep getting away with it. You know, like that. <laughs> the Jesse Pinkman meme? Yeah. He can't that. keep getting away with it. Go watch Breaking Bad if you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, go watch it. 
Hell yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. I, yeah. I really like how it came out. I hope the people that are listening um, check out some of the recommendations we gave, and I really hope you yeah. agree. Yep. And if you don't, I mean, that's cool too, I guess. <laughs> but, tell us, tell us why. If you yeah, go to the Podbean, you know, go to the Podbean website. There's a fucking comment uh, on the page. You go, you look for us, uh, that metal podcast on Podbean. You'll find uh, it's a it's a it's a picture of a concert. Black and white, so you know it's us. And <laughs> and actually, um, you could leave a comment, dude. You don't have to. You could just you could do it through your phone, through the podcast. Yeah, this app. is definitely um, people who think that maybe they we left something out or whatever. I'd love to hear mm-hmm. something. Uh, maybe next episode we can touch on it. Yeah. Or if you have other things you want to talk about, you can email at uh, that metal podcast one. At gmail.com, the number one, just one, uh, that metal podcast one at gmail.com. Yeah, definitely. Um, sometimes it's hard coming up with topics, so <laughs> yes, yeah, and those ideas. If you have, if you think that we have not covered something, I know pretty soon I do want to cover stoner metal, but very, you know, I think the top bands of that genre, sure, uh, should be fun. And, um, uh, we're gonna cover. At one point, we will cover the Metallic album. We're going to dissect the, this, it. Yeah, the di- metal dissection of... The dissection. Dissection of uh, yeah. Injustice for All. And, uh, yeah, we got, we've got we been kicking around a lot of ideas um, through yeah. when we when we, com- when we converse throughout the week uh, for other topics. But, yeah, yeah if uh, people that are on the, uh, on the Instagram or on the Facebook page, they want to uh, throw some ideas at us, definitely let us know. Um, uh, anything that can incite a uh, discussion, you know? On the social medias... On the BDS. So, well, guys, thank you for your time. Gonzo, it was a pleasure. Buy the ticket. Take the ride.